other than your actual mission, do you feel that you did any pro scion scion related? Yes. Uh, I heard this down. I don't necessarily remember the context, but we got in a fight about uh, mutants with two left feet, and I defended them. Um, gosh, you know, I don't remember that at all, but, um, you know, I'm willing to take your word that you did that, and then when I play back the tapes when I'm editing it, and if you didn't do that, I'll kill you. Okay. Greetings, citizens. Welcome to episode 7 of Paranoia, Fight Together, or Die a Clown. This episode... And the following one are intermediary episodes that take place after Mission 1, but before Mission 2. Both will be compilations of secret debriefings. You may notice that this episode is shorter than usual. This is a convenient time to save time, because these are small segments anyways, so I won't leave you on cliffhangers. I need the extra time because it's been over a month since I actually ran the game for my players. Oh, and because I need to do work and earn money to pay for my existence in this capitalist hellhole. If you like, you can think of it as payback for the previous two episodes, which were slightly longer. And now, we will hear the segments for Lights, Bees, and finally Ram. Fritter and Kyle will make their appearance in the next episode. Before we do, before we do um, any, any sort of in-character interaction, let's just talk about stuff that you did and things you deserve. What do you deserve, Lights? Hmm, what do I deserve? I deserve accolades. Yeah. I deserve a big pat on the back. Hmm. Because I have successfully managed to dislodge the headbot forever for a large mining sector. You did. I have managed to instill a riot as the machines were trying to uprise, sending panic throughout the entire sector as they worried about their machine overlords, which, while it wasn't true at the moment, one day... It will be, and they'll be more prepared for it. That's what counts. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and make you second degree. Oh, boy, second degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, second degree, uh, and maybe a little extra. Oh, boy, second degree and a half. And yeah. a quarter. Yeah, it's uh, A quarter's pretty close to the amount. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you did a very good job on that. Um, did you find anything about that processor that you're trying to find? I had not heard or seen anything about it just yet. That is unfortunate. There was some stuff you could have done, uh, but you didn't. But um, considering how well things went, uh, it's not really a terrible problem for you. Just yet. Okay, so um, your reward is that you may have plus one to any Frankenstein Destroyer-related skill, or you may have plus two to propaganda or any of the skills that are unlikely uncommon or unhealthy, not counting ones that you got a plus four bonus to if they were main skills. If it's a main skill, it overrides the secret skill bonus, which is slightly higher. Hmm. Well, it's got a plus two to propaganda. Plus two propaganda? Okay. Yeah. That's your reward for getting the second degree. Uh, let's see now. We're also just going to give you two generic IOUs. Okay. As you may recall, you can spend IOUs to ask for favors. Basically, it's saying the secret society owes you this much. And each IOU represents a debatable amount of power. For five IOUs, you could probably get a, a lackey lower in the organization to do something for you. And um, I think that's all you really need for rewards, to be honest. That's quite a bit. Um, I would like to ask for a little bit of uh, 
clarification. Okay. So the processor R94. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like something that's like high clearance and I shouldn't be talking about at all, or is it something that like a citizen might know about? You have no idea. Okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, nobody knows. Hmm. It's concerning. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. I don't think I will have your society briefing. Well, let's see. It. <sighs> I don't have the next mission complete yet, so there might be some more. But, uh, you know. I get you. You know. I mean, I assume the processor thing is like an ongoing thing. Yes. Uh, that is that is um probably going to be your task for a while. But you may, of okay. course, get more specific tasks as things go. Yeah. No secondary objectives. I'll do in the main quest line. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think of this until just now, but I should explain that sometimes people will get very long, in-character debriefings, like you saw in the opening secret missions for everyone. But other times, they'll just get casual conversations like this. Not every Game Master will agree with me, but I never want to guarantee that everyone has a secret mission at once. It's the same story as most of my other secret notes. If everybody has a secret mission, every mission, then a lot of your guesswork is eliminated. I try to alternate who's getting the most detailed stuff, but really, it's quite random. I don't plan it ahead of time. For example, Lights doesn't really have any secret missions, mostly because he didn't make much progress on his, so it's okay to just let him continue. Speaking of continuing, let's continue to B's secret debriefing. So, um, you successfully completed your mission, uh, and I believe... Were there instructions on where to turn the... Yes. It yes. says, take it with you and place it outside your do- dormitory at 2.35 a.m. the following night cycle. Right. And so you do that, presumably. Yeah. Yes, I do that. You don't receive any contact from Scion, but that's kind of just normal. You don't really receive contact unless you have to. Um, but you have gone up a degree uh, to a second degree Scion member. So congratulations. Woo! And how do I know that? Like, they just don't tell me, and I'm just like, yeah, that's, uh, I feel they, it in my bones. They will tell you the next time that they message you, which in character, I don't know when that would be, but I'm just telling you now, because next okay. time it happens, you'll know, and there's no reason to keep you... I mean, it would be funny to keep you in suspense, but since we might not play for another couple weeks, that would be unfair. Okay, cool, so, thank you. I'm just telling you. Lit, lit. Um, uh, so is will, that... Oh, sorry. Since you've hit second degree, uh, you may either increase a regular skill related to the scions in some way by one or you can increase one of your secret skills by two okay let me see so skills by two let's can i diversify the two or does it have to be one skill with two points has to be one skill okay i would like to increase uh power studies by two so it could be from seven to nine sure yep um can i make a roll about something while we're here? Yes. Um, this is a good time to make any secret rolls or do secret shopping or any secret missions that you want to do by yourself just for fun. Okay, I'd like to roll um, to know if I can determine what Lights and Kyle's powers are. I suspect that Lights is a matter eater. Um, okay, well, you have, to, you, have, you have to give me some example of what you're using to guess. Okay, you, okay. Can't just, so, you can't um, just guess I, something. Yes, no, that's fine. I watched Lights eat something um right before the kyle shoot me scene um he like he or he what he what did he do he bit something off with his teeth i think was what he did so maybe it was like super sharp bitey teeth or something 
Sometimes, despite my best intentions, I lead my players astray. When I described Light's defusing the bomb, I said that he used his teeth to cut the wire. I only meant this as a funny joke because he didn't have any tools on him, and there were only a few seconds left. Looking back, it does sound kind of suspicious, in the same way that sometimes when people do secret actions, I'll describe it in an absurd way as a hint to the rest of my players. Sometimes you just have to accept that stuff like this is going to happen. I will attempt to make the best of it without specifically revealing if that was intentional or not. And then for Kyle, I watched him do the thing he did. Sure, uh, you did watch him do the thing he did. Let's see. Uh, get on roll 20, if you okay. are not. I am. Okay, um, go ahead and make a power studies roll. Make two, one for Light and one for Kyle. Alright, so that was my first roll. Okay, cool. Uh, that's good, because I think Light's eye is harder to identify, quote-unquote, than what Kyle has. I have a lot of suspicions, obviously, about what Kyle has. Um, when you saw Light's... I, I believe he bit off um, the cap of something, or, or something like that. I can't remember exactly what. Um, when you saw him do that, you did not see any signs of... Any kind of matter consumption thing going on. Um, If you could examine his fecal matter or urine, uh, then you would have a chance to determine if he is a matter eater. Okay. And Um, then if I like looked up, if I got up and on his teeth, could I see if he has like super strong teeth or some shit like that? Yeah. um, Yes. Okay. I will will inspect his teeth later. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I got to write that down so I do not forget. So for Kyle, all you really remember is that there was a weird noise and you saw him uh, in a strange pose, I believe. Yes, and he, uh, like he, I, I did, I physically saw him do, I can't, like IRL, can't remember, but I know that I remember like everything that I did see, I saw. So let me, let me see what you would know about that actually i might need to yeah sorry i know i it, it's because i rolled like a like a weird half and half roll but i also no, very blatantly is, saw him use the thing yeah it is not it is not too great a burden okay unfortunately that roll was not so great so you're gonna need to either get more evidence or more points before you can uh try again for another roll but you are you believe that well first of all I don't have to tell you this, but you believe there is evidence of a mutant power being used, right? Yes. Um, you it was it was not any kind of mental power. Okay. Like it it didn't seem to be telepathy. It didn't seem to be any kind of machine empathy uh, or empathy at all. Um, it wasn't some kind of knowledge or mind based thing. It seems to have been something. Um, some kind of effect that he can have on the environment. It does not seem to be something that he can change about himself or like some special feature that he has. He seems to be able to affect things around him in some way or to do something that can affect things around him. From what you can tell. Okay, sorry, I'm writing all this down mm-hmm. so I can like think about it. Um... I, I really don't, because of my role was so bad, I don't really have room to ask any more questions, I assume. No, not really. And yeah, okay. even that information might be only half correct. Sorry. That's okay. the breaks. Do you have anything else that you would like to do? I'm thinking 
that I do not. You may have noticed that what I said was complete bullshit. Well, a lot of it was. As you probably inferred, bees did not roll very well in guessing Kyle's mutant power. I told her a mix of things that were some true, some not quite true, and a little bit of blatantly false. Now, generally speaking, I don't condone this as a game master, especially if you're running a game other than Paranoia. But I told her specifically that some of this would be, or could be, wrong. Therefore, all is fair in love and war. And now, we will go to Ram's segment. Okay, let's see. And now comes the part I'm worried about. Uh, yeah, secret missions. So, um, later, uh, after the mission, you head back to the party room. There's no music playing as you go down the ladder this time. Um, in fact, there are only a couple people here. It seems like, uh, as far as you can tell, these are, these are the, these are the hardcore members of your local group. Uh, when the party's not going, the only people here are the people who actually kind of run this uh, quote-unquote club. Uh, so you see you see the drinks man with greasy hair. You also see a guy with uh, spiky hair that's dyed green, and he's definitely not green clearance. It's got... And when I say spiky hair, I mean like large, like six-inch six inch spikes uh, sticking out in every direction from his head, kind of like gelled in place spikes. What a rebel. Uh-huh. And um, there also seems to be uh, a woman who's just on a beanbag chair, and she might be dead or passed out. She's just not moving. Um, hmm. Just collapsed into a beanbag. Partied hard. Yeah. There's lots of broken bottles and debris on the ground. You know, it's a party aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen them, I guess. Well, time to get this over with. I take out my, I believe, three vials of hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> and I walk over to the drink guy. And I hold them out. Okay. And I say, I'm back from my mission. And then, I, does he take the vials? Uh, he looks at you. And he looks at the vials. Uh, and he says, Huh? You asked me to get you a bunch of cool stuff to put in drinks. And you said the rarer and the cooler the better. He seems confused. Now you might be wondering, uh, well, you look pretty confused, so you might be wondering a lot of stuff, but you might be wondering, why did you only bring back these three vials of this mysterious liquid? And the answer is, do you know where my mission sent me? You don't. Let me tell you where they sent me. Do you think it was at A, the Bouncy Bubble Experimental Factory, B, the Control Liquids Experimental Factory, or C, a uranium mine? B. I wish it was B, because it was actually C. And the rarest liquid I found there was liquid uranium. Oh. It sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't stay liquid for long when it's not being heated, and it's also extremely radioactive, and it also would melt through any container, and it would also kill you. So that's kind of a party foul if you die from the drinks and not in a cool way. That's just kind of like it burn you up and then you turn into a mutant and then you get shot and then you die. That's not cool. So I brought the least dangerous thing I could find that was a liquid, which is hydrogen peroxide, which will also kill you if you drink it. Okay, pour it in here. He gets out a big uh, It'll pitcher. It'll kill you if you drink it. Okay, I will, pour it in. Oh, 
Sure. I'm gonna pour this in, and it will ki- it will this will kill you. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm pouring it in. Here you go. All right. Here you go. You pour you pour in the first one, and you I, pour in all, all three of them. Yes, I pour them all in, and I say, "Don't drink that." He looks at it. Don't do it. He licks his lips. Listen, I'm begging you. He's thinking about it. He's holding it up. What if what if I He's... gave you a bouncy bubble extra classic instead of this yeah. poisonous thing? Okay, here. And I give all him. Right, he takes the can. He pops it open. He starts pouring it into. Oh my god! I start backing up. Uh, it's bubbling. It's frothing. Uh, fortunately, uh, this guy's got some uh, gloves on. So although it's frothing over, it's not like burning his skin or anything. I'm gonna take cover behind the beanbag person because okay. I I know that bouncy bubble beverage, uh, extra classic, has interesting reactions to everything, and I'm just it, I I crouch down. It can it definitely can. I crouch down. The green hair guy uh, comes up to you and says, "What uh, what's going on?" Uh, he asked me to get him some liquid to make some cool drinks, and uh. There was no good cool liquid, so I brought him hydrogen peroxide as a an object lesson, and uh, he's gonna drink it. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool if he drank it. Like, it'd be pretty sick, but he's probably gonna die if he drinks it. So, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the guy uh, the guy drinks it. Like, he uh, just sh- opens his mouth and he starts pouring it in his throat, and he starts screaming as he does it, but he keeps doing it. Oh oh, oh boy! Oh man! And, uh, is... Eventually, eventually he stops and he starts spitting it out as much as he can, and he starts drinking something else instead, as he's uh, coughing and wheezing and leaning over the table. Uh, I'm gonna kind of walk over and pat him on the back, try and help him get that stuff out. Uh, he starts vomiting. Yeah, yeah, buddy, get that all out. Just think of how much worse that would have been if there had been liquid uranium in there. You'd have yeah, a once... hole through the stomach. Once he's uh, once he's puked his guts out, uh, he starts drinking something else again. He seems like he's too busy with his drinks to to really respond to you right now. That's that's good. That's you know. This went a lot better than I thought it would. I mean, it didn't, but it went better than it could have gone. Maybe. I kind of pat him on the back again, and I just kind of take a few steps back, and I look around and see if anyone's gonna jump me for feeding this guy hydrogen peroxide. Uh, the spiky hair guy comes over again and he says, uh, well, you did, uh, you did a good job getting some stuff for him at least. I mean, I looked and I, I tried, um, le- literally the least dangerous stuff there. He's a, he's a drinking animal, you know, he drinks, he drinks it all. He drinks it all? I think it might be a personal mission of his. Do you think it's like a, like a, do you think he has like a special power where he can like eat anything or drink anything and not get hurt? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Wow. Mm-mm. Man, it's pretty cool that he drinks everything, though. Hmm. Yeah. You know, while I was at that mission, though, that I was on, there was a really cool room, and it had this great vibe, like it was industrial, right? Like heavy industry sounds, but there was mm. a beat to it, right? Mm. And it was like. And there's like this great clanking noise, and I mean, some problems with that is like you know, it's a uranium mine. Insect is literally swarming all over it right now, and also, uh, you die if you're in there because you know the radiation stuff. But like, you could throw a really sick party in that room if there was no but none of those problems. Sick party. He scratches his uh, spikes because they're like rock solid, and he says. 
That sounds sick, but uh, you know, uranium mine. I don't think we can. Uh, I don't think we can get in there to host a party. We're we're kind of strapped for resources here, you know. <sighs> it sucks. It sucks. But uh, you know, it sounds like you got a good ear for music, and I do need some more audio samples. So uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, he pats you on the shoulder and he says, um, "I'm promoting you uh, right now." Now you are an intermediate member of our gang. Congratulations. Oh, sick! And he pulls out uh, some kind of recording device. Uh, and he hands it to you and he says, uh, So, you know, I want you to take this and um, make me uh, make me a mixtape of uh, sounds that you find around the complex. And I'll see if I can do anything good with it. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, man. Definitely. Definitely. I'll bring back some truly insane sound good good uh you know we'll uh we'll see we'll see how you do uh just use use your instinct on uh what you can make uh some some good tracks out of and um if you do your job right uh, maybe i'll uh, promote you again on it on it you will not regret this this is going to be you're going to make some great stuff out of this i i guarantee it okay do you uh do you, are you going to need anything else to get that done Hmm. I kind of I think about it in my troubleshooter head. What the hell might I need to get this stupid shit done in my brain? Mm. Because the player doesn't know because he's also an idiot. But the troubleshooter is an extreme idiot. But he might know more about what he needs. Well, you're not really sure if you need anything specifically to record audio. Because um, he gave me a thing. Because he just gave you an audio recording device. Apparently, if you if you can find better audio recording stuff or additional audio recording stuff maybe but uh, he probably doesn't have that or if he does he might not want not to want to give it to me to yeah and i probably um, couldn't you, find any on cbay your troubleshooter knows that you well you might be able to your troubleshooter probably knows that you could ask for um anything that the death leopards might reasonably have you know um money weapons tools party equipment Mm. Well, let's see. If I wanted to catch some really good songs and really good tunes that I could use to make into songs, what kind of what kind of sounds are we looking for? Um, maybe some kind of like meter thing to measure if like a sound will be like too much for the for the thing to record, something like like that. Um, a a meter. Like some kind of, like you know like like if I, if I hear a cool sound and I'm like oh this is great but then I go to record and it just it's too high pitched or it's too like out of like the the range for the recorder to pick up like if I could point something at it it would be like green for like yeah that's great the sound the sound will get recorded just fine or like like an axe being like no this is garbage you can't get the sound he says uh, oh I wish I had something like that but uh, no no go no no uh, maybe a little cash I could see pick pick up something on CBay. Uh, yeah, I can, uh, let's see. He, he reaches into his pockets, uh, and he pulls out a plastic cred worth 50 credits, and he gives it to you, and he says, I could, uh, I could spot you this. Great. Yeah, great. Thanks. I'll uh, put a good use. Yeah. All right, okay. thanks, man. I'll get you your sounds. He gives you a thumbs up, and then he goes over to, uh, check on the drinks man. Uh, is he dead, the drinks man? He's still moving. Good, good. In another world, I would have gotten him 
a cup of liquid uranium, and I would have died, and he would have died, and everyone would have died. I'm glad that this is not that world. I really am. Okay, so you're now uh, second degree. Second degree, uh, Death Leopard cover. Mm -hmm. And I am uh, question mark, question mark, first degree, still Illuminati. Yeah, uh, you're not really sure about that. I'm not really sure about that. We'll see what happens when I get high enough in the Death Leopards for which wall will slide out and which people will point guns at me and tell me to do things then. Mm. Um, well, speak of the devil. Oh, uh, God. The day after that day, uh, you're lying in your bed when suddenly there's a bright light in your eyes. And your bed is just surrounded by a giant pool of light. And you don't appear to be in your room. I'm going to pull the covers up and look around. Okay. Um, around this cylinder of light that you're in is just darkness. You can't see anything else. Uh, and then a clipboard slides across the floor and into the cylinder of light. Uh, I'm going to tentatively get out of the bed, put a foot on the circle of light to see if it's solid. Uh, yeah. It's a solid? You're, it's Okay, and then I'm going to you know creep over to the clipboard and pick it up and look what's on it. The clipboard has the what it looks like a license plate number for an auto car. Mm -hmm. And uh, it also has a number on it, a measurement that looks like um, units of pressure. Uh. And then a uh, another thing slides across the floor, and it is a autocar tire pump for inflating tires. I, I pick it up. All right. Uh, is an autocar tire pump a treasonous item, or is it just personal? Nope, that is a infrared clearance um, item. Maybe a little weird that you would carry one around. It's... Um, it's a tire pump, right? The yeah. okay. It's it's you know not it's not too big. It's like the size of your shin, maybe. Um, and like, it's 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 electric, you know. Like it's not you don't manually sure. do it because you couldn't possibly do that. But so from these items, uh, can I put together like what the hell they want, or is it just like these are collections of items that I'm just looking at? I mean, what do you think they're for? They want me to do something with an auto car. Mm -hmm. They possibly want me to pump up the tire of an auto car that has this license plate to the exact specifications that they have on this sheet of this on, the, on this clipboard. Okay. And uh, then the light, the light turns off, and now you're in complete darkness. I jump. I I stumble back towards where I think my bed is, and I just curl up under it. All right. Uh, you curl up in the bed, and you wait a very long time. You wait a very long time for uh, cold sleep to overtake you. When you wake up, you're back in your room and everything's normal, but you're still clutching the clipboard and the tire pump. Great. Um, I'm going to put down for my Illuminati mission, uh, pump up a tire with a question mark, and then follow directions. Um, okay. Okay, so... It, like and the 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 specifications on the sheet like are those things that like like do I have what I need to measure like is it like the part of the tire pump does it have like a pressure gauge thing so I know yes, what the it pressure has a is pressure gauge. so I'll be able to look at the the clipboard look at the pressure gauge and then pump it up mm -hmm. to that thing okay great I'm not quite sure what the hell's going on but I don't need to be because that's not why I'm in the Illuminati I'm in the Illuminati because a wall opened up and people pointed guns at me. So, I'll keep doing what they tell me to and hope that doesn't happen again. 
Okay. All right. Uh, anything else we need to do? Not unless you have something for me. No, I don't think so. No. No. Uh, I almost died when uh, Insect uh, popped up on the door and said, uh, hey there, party boy, because I thought I had fucked up incredibly yeah. and that I was about to be terminated on the first mission. Mm. Uh, but instead, I got a sneak peek into the unending hell that Frit will experience for the rest of the game, I believe. <sighs> so thanks for that. That little scare. That personalized scare for me and Frit. I really appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone.